Today is January 28th, and we just wrapped up an interview with new starting pitcher for the New York Yankees, Jamison Tyone. Let's talk some Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jay. And Jamison Tyone. Recaps galore and weekly awards. Stat lines, steaming hot takes. Takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy and Jake. And Jameson Tyone. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy and Jake. And Jameson Tyone. As you heard from the intro, we got Jameson Tyone on the show and we're really excited about it. Very excited. So we had some patrons ask some questions. We chatted about this. We chatted about that. We chatted a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Jake, you got anything to say before you throw it to the interview? Uh, I think the people should know, mention in Midway, we met Jameson last spring. Uh, so a little bit of a rapport. Uh, yeah, man. It was it was everything everything we wanted. He's uh, It's cool, the Garrett stuff, you know, going from the Pirates to the Yankees and... How it all goes down. We love that stuff. So it's, uh, I don't know, Talking Yanks exclusive, whatever. First with it. And we found Not a big deal. First podcast, right? First podcast. Yeah, so thanks to him for coming on. Yeah. He said that he wanted to make us the first podcast he appeared on. We appreciate that a whole bunch. We stumbled into a great marketing campaign that is going to fuck up one of our nights Ooh. in the future. So stay tuned to the end of the interview for that. Oh, just roped you in. You can't do anything about it. That's it. Here goes... The interview. Baseball! We are joined by the newest New York Yankee and coffee connoisseur, Jameson Tyone. Jamo, how you doing, man? Nice pronunciation of the name. Uh, I'm doing well. Probably my most frequent uh, tweet I've gotten since I got traded was... You know, hey, you're going to love the coffee in New York City. Here's some uh, shops you got to hit. Um, so I guess the secret's out that I'm a big coffee guy. I'm glad that other people are have sent you good suggestions because if I was to offer any, it would just be one of the five bodegas around our office <laughs> here in the Bronx, and their coffee sucks. But I drink it every morning. So I'm glad you're getting good um, suggestions. Jake, just a quick correction off the bat. He's not... The newest Yankee, it's Darren O'Day, so you can... Yeah, well, whatever, man. It happens. So. <laughs> I think O'Day's not official yet, but Kluber became official yesterday, so... Oh, okay. Well, there's a lot of different math A lot of moving parts. A lot of moving anyway, parts. Anyway, Jameson, thank you for joining us, man. Great pronunciation by Jake. Did you see the video of him pronouncing your name like 10 different times on Twitter at all? I don't think I have. Oh, boy. I'm going to play oh. it for you. And so the night that... The rumors were building that it was the trade was going to happen. The trade was going to happen. This was what crazy Jake was doing. I had lost my mind a little bit. I'm a big sports guy, and we're kind of hitting this now weird period of sports where football's ending, and you know, is it time yeah. to get into basketball? So I I had a weird night, and we'll see if you like your name or hate your name after this. But this was Jake night before I've the heard trade. Them all. You you literally can't try anything by me that I haven't heard. So all right, let's here, see. here we go. Jameson Tyone. Jameson Tyone. 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 That doesn't even sound like you. Jameson Tyone. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a bit of the Joker going on there. I kind of lost my mind a little bit, but I, for all the Yankee fans, I was trying to help them because we did. We got to talk to you last spring training, so all of this coming full circle has been kind of awesome on our end. But Tyone, yeah, <laughs> you know. I, uh, I've got a funny story about my last name. Like my dad, he's French Canadian and he moved down, you know, I was pretty much raised my whole life in Texas. So to make it easier on people in the business world, he would just say Talon, which is not even close to how our name is pronounced. <laughs> but I think it was 2017. We went up and did an exhibition game in Montreal. Um, and, you know, people were shouting my name and they were pronouncing my last name better than I ever could uh, up in Montreal. So I don't know. I've heard everything. I'll take, you know, whatever I can get. If people know my name, that's already a compliment. We're going to have the entire Yankee Stadium, once COVID's all done, screaming just Tyone all in Tyone. That's how you'll be able to tell the real ones because uh, you'll hear the dumb Yankee fans go, Hey, Dallin! Yeah. <laughs> Throw strikes, dude! <laughs> and you know, nope, that guy's out. Yeah, not a fan. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to work on my New York accent. I was starting to get a pretty good Pittsburgh one by the end of my time there. Oh, Pittsburgh accent's kind of funky. They, they like having, yeah. like, they, that's a funky one. P- yeah, Philly, there. yeah, Philly's <laughs> not cool. Pittsburgh's kind of cool accent. It's, it's got some American. Yeah, it's Pittsburgh Rust Belt. It's Pittsburgh. So, dude, I mean, I, we mentioned I was losing my mind last Saturday night when the rumors were getting heavy. I mean, the Yankees they they keep things as under wrap as possible, but your your name had been brought up a lot for what they're trying to do with the cap and needing pitching. So, I mean, give us a little bit of the whirlwind. I mean, was. Did it just start leaking in? I mean, do you have the agent talking to you a lot? How did it go down on your end? Yeah, so I actually, at the beginning of the offseason, I think it was back in December, one of the Pittsburgh beat writers reported that the Yankees were interested in me. And ever since then, Ben Sherrington, the new GM in Pittsburgh, kind of called me and just kept me in the loop and said, you know, we're not motivated to move you, but, um, you know, we have to listen. It's it's our job. Um, and then from then on, I kind of heard from people, in my circle as far as like trainers, outside pitching coaches and stuff, the Yankees have been digging a little bit on me. Um, So I knew it was kind of always a possibility. Uh, And then, you know, to me, it seemed like everything kind of died down. And then I think it was last Saturday, uh, I was at former teammate Trevor Williams' charity golf tournament. And I'm on like hole five, um, a couple cocktails in, I get off the tee box and I see my phone and it's like missed call, voicemail, text from Ben (laughs) Sherrington. Um, so up until that point, it had been kept really quiet. I call him back. He said nothing was official, but just wanted to let, you know, keep you in the loop that things are picking up steam with a few different teams. And then, you know, maybe five, six hours later, my agent called me and said there was a deal in place, but I couldn't tell anyone, obviously medicals and players have to be notified and stuff. So just told my family and tried to keep it close to the vest. How did it affect your game? I mean, you're at the fifth Ooh. hole there. Did you pick up? Did you a little whiskey in the system? I mean, yeah. I'm not a great golfer, and I'm already like, you know, my elbow takes priority. So having some injury history, I'm like teeing it up from the fairway. I don't hit out of the rough. I don't hit out of the bunker. <laughs> so I wasn't really playing like real golf. That's um, exactly how but, I play. What yeah, are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like teeing up a pitching wedge from the fairway, and who cares? But. uh I, I got to be honest, I don't really even remember any shots I hit after that. Um, I kind of just blacked out. My heart was racing pretty hard all day. Do you do you scroll through like like fans do, like scroll through the rumors and all that stuff? 
or no? Uh, whatever I have in my mentions, like if I have notifications, I'll usually see them. Uh, Dangerous but, thing to say. No, I'm not. I'm not searching too much. Mm. That's exciting. So, what about Cole? I know obviously it's documented that you and Cole have been boys. You've been good friends. You were with each other. Was was that the video that Cole posted? Was that recent? Were you actually together? Did he post an old video of you guys cheersing wine? I actually don't know when that was. Okay. Uh, we did a lot of like those dinner party things on like, you know, in Pittsburgh, if we had a Sunday day game, his house was the house we'd go to have a little Sunday dinner and wine and stuff. So I'd imagine it was from around then. Um, my hair hasn't looked like it does in that video in a long time. Thank <laughs> God. So, um, but no, I'm, I'm fired up to join back with Garrett. Um, you know, we were drafted back to back years, lived together in spring training, I felt like he got to watch me grow up. I got to watch him grow up. We lived together in spring training for a few years and stuff. So this is going to be really fun. It's got to be wild, man. I mean, I, I genuinely, well, I genuinely can't imagine a lot of stuff that happens on an MLB field. But you guys, you know, I was looking back at, you know, Altoona and some of the minor league teams and stuff like that to now be doing it in the Bronx. That's got to be awesome. And, I, you know, you don't have to give away too, too much, but we – we love knowing the reach out. I know before this, you said you've heard from some of the coaches and stuff. And I'm, you know, did Garrett send? Uh, did he send a bottle of wine yet? Did he? Did he send a text? Did he send like the Let's Go? DJ Lemayhew didn't send you anything. He doesn't talk. But like, I, I don't know. What's the <laughs> outreach been? Yeah. Um, so Garrett talked to me. You know, whenever. It, the rumors were becoming true. Actually, this is pretty funny. So Saturday night, nothing was official. Um, I hadn't told anyone outside of like my family and my girlfriend and her family. Um, and Garrett calls me, I think he, I don't know exactly what he was doing, but, uh, there was some music in the background and stuff. And he was just like, Hey man, it's like, Hey, what's going on? I didn't want to break the news to him, but he, I guess already knew. So he's like, do you know, do you know something? And he didn't want to break it to me. So we were kind of feeling each other out. He's like, what do you know? I was like, I know something. Do you know what I know? Um, but he was really excited. Um, and then once everything kind of slowed down, he gave me another call and just gave me a rundown. And one of the first things he said to me fired me up. He was like, dude, you're going to understand why this is the Yankees. You're going to be shocked at how well they treat the players and the culture in the clubhouse and stuff. Yeah, you're going to be eating good in the clubhouse. They Also, the room, the news came out that like Cole was instrumental in like, like you said, the Yankees did their research and they asked pitching coaches in – we just got a different light color in here. They asked pitching coaches in uh, Pittsburgh and everyone like checking in on you. They made the rounds. Apparently, yeah. Cole, Cole was part of that, so he had to know that it was something was going down. And then he had glowing recommendation words for you. And everyone says gamer uh, and all of that. Is it cool to know that you have? I mean, to have that guy vouching like, yeah, go get that dude is pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, to walk into an organization like the Yankees where they've invested so much in Garrett and to have him on my side and for him to have my back is a nice feeling. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, it makes me, I guess, proud is the right word to know that like when we played together, I made a little bit of an impact on him and a, something that kind of stayed with him. Um, you know, unfortunately, we didn't get to post up more together in the Pirates rotation. So we'll get to do it in New York. Yeah, I mean, that first Tampa series, I think you, Garrett, and Glass now have to take a picture together just to, just to torment the fans of of Pittsburgh oh, just a little bit. I can't, I can't do it to them. I can't do it to them. <laughs> I'm actually – I've been throwing my bullpens with Glass now here in Arizona and stuff too. So um, I try not to 
Well, before I was traded, I tried not to post anything because the feedback from <laughs> Pittsburgh people was pain. It's brutal, man. It's brutal. How's the arm feeling? When we talked to you in spring training last year, you had told us that you were telling yourself that you were going to pitch in September just so you had a goal, even though you knew it probably might not even really happen. Obviously, pandemic and everything that happened, like that got thrown out the window and it was probably a little, was it easier with the pandemic for you? Like a little sense of relief? Okay, I can really take my time. I'm not going to be even asked to take the mound until next March. Or was it uh, as a big of a nuisance as it was to everyone else? Um. You know, it's funny going into the surgery. I told myself like, this is strictly going to be a rehab year. Um, and in September, I think if we weren't out of it the way that we were, I actually probably could have pitched in games. I was throwing three inning sim games against our hitters and my stuff was really crisp and I was bouncing back extremely well, but you know, we just decided to maybe not risk anything when you're 20 games under 500 or whatever we were. So you know, that's a good sign, though, that I was pushing and lobbying to, to get in games. The arm's feeling great. Um, like, selfishly, uh, coronavirus here for me actually turned out pretty well um, because I got to be around the team. Uh, I didn't have to stay at Pirate City in Florida. I wasn't by myself all rehab. Like, I got to throw my bullpens to big league catchers. I got to have big league pitching coach eyes on me. I got to face big league hitters in my sim games and live BPs. So, um, you know, selfishly for me, it all actually ended up working out pretty well. Man, that's uh that's awesome. And I dude, we're we're stoked for you. I know you were you were itching last spring. Like you could you could already see you had the baseball player itch, like let me back on the field. Trevor Plouffe gave you a weird speech about players coming back from injury and we were like, Trev, don't scare him. Like get get away. <laughs> um so we're stoked, dude. I mean, have you um have you been doing some mechanical stuff? Because I, I think you talked about that a little bit. And, I, you know, some of our fans are, are diehard awesome sickos, and they were asking about slow-mo camera stuff and little adjustments. Have you, have you been diving yeah. into that, or where are you at? Yeah, so, you know, when I got hurt this last time, I just kind of told myself, like, I'm doing something that's not working. My body's literally telling me I need to change something. So... I'm going to look for as much help as I can, collaborative effort, but I need to make some changes. So people within the Pirates organization were helping. And then people from the outside, like the Florida Baseball Ranch, um, I was getting assessments just on what I needed to do to stay healthy. And then I, from then on, you know, once I picked up a ball and started throwing, I was sending my video out to everyone. Like anyone I respected in the pitching world, I was sending video of myself throwing to. I probably annoyed people. And Garrett's one of those guys like, I mean, mechanically, he's got like the most beautiful pitching mechanics and stuff. And I respect his pitching advice. So I was blowing him up with video, uh, pitching coaches from throughout the years, teammates, people around the league, uh, Florida Baseball Ranch. So I've shortened my arm up. I started using weighted balls for the first time in my life, not for velocity, but just to clean up my arm action, take stress off the elbow. Um, and the feedback's been really good just from my own body telling me that, you know, I'm bouncing back well. I'm excited to throw a baseball for the first time in like 10 years. I'm not, you know, going to bed sore. Uh, you know, when I used to talk on the phone, my elbow would hurt, you know, if I was on the phone for more than five minutes and like that's all gone and it's a big relief. Um, so, you know, I can talk about it a lot, but I'm just super excited to show everyone what I can do and what I can contribute. When you go throw bullpens now, does it feel like you're still rehabbing or does it feel like you're just get gearing up for a season? 
So like when I was with the team throughout the season, it definitely felt kind of rehabby, not in the sense of like pain or anything, but these adjustments were all super new. Um, and I hadn't been off a slope of a mountain in a really long time, but now that I'm building up for a healthy season, um, I'm starting to be able to like, I guess the right way to put it would be like compete within my delivery where I can reach back and get more when I want it. I can spin my breaking ball harder. I feel comfortable on the mound again. Um, so I guess it was kind of a smooth transition out of rehab mode into get ready for season mode, but that's been a really welcome change. I, I know you're going to get peppered with Garrett. Uh, throughout this season, so I, I'll try to keep this my last one. But you send him a video of your mechanics. Are you getting like paragraphs and pages back, or is he giving you looks good? Like, yep, like yeah. That's uh, funny. So over time, it's gotten shorter, which to me that's a good <laughs> that's thing good. because he gives really honest feedback. Um, so I remember like one of the first times I sent him a video. You know, it was like a paragraph broken into like backside, glove side, <laughs> arm action, balance. Um, here are some things you should be hunting. Here are some things you should be focusing on. And then over time, it's been like, you know, more of the positive reinforcement of, hey, I'm seeing that this focus you're putting on your glove side starting to pay off. Uh, your backside's looking good. Your arm action's looking clean. Um, hey, that's the best one I've seen you send yet. Stuff like that. So the shorter, the better from him because he's not afraid to give honest feedback. That's awesome. awesome. Now, now the Yankees also have Kluber in the clubhouse as well. Have you guys ever interacted? Have you ever come across each other's path? Uh, because he's another, I mean, if you can get him to talk to you, a great guy. Two sides in the bag. To man. ask questions and, and pick his ear and all that. Yeah, I've actually never crossed paths with him, but uh, he's a guy I've enjoyed watching from from afar. I mean, he's got a nasty pitch mix. Um, I mean, I don't know exactly what his run was, but like 2014 through 18 or 19, probably one of the top five pitchers in all of baseball. So from everything I've heard uh, from Matt Blake, from Booney, from some of the guys that have reached out, like being inside of the room with these pitchers is going to be a lot of fun. You've got a lot of guys that really like the craft, like getting better. Um, and it's crazy to say, but not everyone in the big leagues um, shares that sentiment. Like not everyone wants to talk pitching all the time or talk scouting hitters. Uh, sometimes guys will mess around in the dugout. And I've heard this is going to be kind of different from that. Garrett likes to talk pitching. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we feel bad for Garrett's catchers a lot because <laughs> they don't get to enjoy the time in the dugout when they were catching a game by him, which is pretty funny. Do you uh do you see yourself like adjusting to Yankee Stadium at all? Does it are you bewildered by that? Do pitchers make changes? You've never pitched in Yankee Stadium before. You got the short porch there, and you're probably gonna get lefty stacks if a team has a lefty stack. Does that cross your mind at all? Or is it just you gotta play your own game? Yeah, uh I don't know if I've thought that far ahead, but now just thinking as you ask the question. Um, you know, I, I'm going to be trying to not let him hit it. I've added way more four seam to my, to my pitching diet. Um, I don't plan on being the same pitcher I was. So, uh, not as many sinkers to lefties. I'm going to try everything in my power, not to let him lift the ball. Um, I've gotten way more into like tunneling and pitch sequencing. So four seams at the top of the zone, breaking ball, spinning off of that, tunneling all my pitches together and stuff. So, um, you know, obviously swing and miss will play um, and then, you know, find a couple opportunities throughout a lineup to try to put guys on the ground and not let them lift it. Because from watching from afar this past year, the ball was flying. Uh, There's some fly balls making it out of the, out of stadiums all around the league. But 
I've pitched in smaller ballparks and uh, the NL Central, Cincinnati, for example, and stuff. So I'm kind of used to it. Yeah. Nice. You think? Do you get JMO the most? Has Boone talked to you yet? Because he loves nicknames. He's a nickname guy, but he normally likes it to end in Y. No, that was Girardi. Boone's a little um, different. What's What's Boone work with? He he knew Boone knew how much Girardi got made fun of for that, so he tries to he like there was an article written about how he tries to stay away from it. So I'm interested to what what he's okay. JMO. It seems like the yeah. nickname, right? I mean, yeah, any like teammate I've ever played with and stuff, they all call me JMO. So um, I th- actually think I, I mean it was a whirlwind. I talked to Booney on Sunday, but I'm pretty sure he was using JMO right off the bat. Yeah. And I know him and Shelty. Uh, there's a nickname with a Y, but manager in Pittsburgh, Derek Shelton. Uh, I know they have a relationship and probably talked a little bit about me. Uh, what was I going to ask? I'm blanking now. It was about Boone. I forget. Sorry. You call Garrett Garrett? Is that his, does he have a nickname? Everyone just call him G? Yeah, Garrett, GC. GC. I call him a lot. I've called him Gary, Cole45, GC okay. probably the most. Because we got a lot of Gs. We got Stanton goes by G on the team. Is is are you going with fifty? Is that official yet? Has that been announced? Don't don't steal it from I, him. I don't know. I haven't I haven't been asked, but I know I looked on the roster the other day and I didn't see a fifty. And then I had to like think in my head. The Yankees have so many retired numbers, <laughs> um, so I was scrolling through all, the list of all the retired numbers to make sure fifty was available there too. I think, and it is. Clear. So I think I'm going to be fifty. Yeah, I think you're good with fifty. It's definitely not retired. I can confirm that. <laughs> Confirmation, it's not retired. Who yes. was the last person to wear 50? Brian Mitchell? I think he Tough. wore 55. Our, we can guy, get who we just hired as a researcher Five. just tweeted this recently. Do you, do you, uh, is 50 like a play, have a place in your heart? Um, not really. So I actually always loved the number 19. Growing up, I remember Josh Beckett wore it. Um, he's from the same area of Texas that I am. So I used to always want 19. And when I got called up to Pittsburgh, our hitting coach or maybe Chris Stewart, someone had 19 already. So I got stuck with 50, and I've actually come to really like it. Um, Adam Wainwright has it. I've always admired him and enjoyed watching him work. So, you know, after like a year or two, I feel like you can't go back. You've signed baseballs with 50 on it, your number on it and stuff. So – I'd prefer to stick with it. Okay, Reggie Whitless has fifty. The oh Willits Willits, Willits uh, base coach. Oh, so, he's fine. He, that's gone. Yeah, I mean that's a firm. Uh, I don't, I don't want to step on anyone's toes as the new guy. I'll take whatever. It's that's, just a you number. got fifty. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, if he even tries to ask for a steak or anything, you just say yeah, no, maybe a hundred dollar handshake, but nothing past <laughs> that. I mean, that's that's coach player stuff. Uh, Heller and Tyler Webb were the last 50s in 2017. Okay. Okay. Attractive guys. We'll get that. Um, <laughs> Jamo, we want to do, uh, we have Patreon. These are our diehards. They subscribe to us. They they do the world for us. And we've started a new thing where they get to get involved. We, we pick one question from them. And as you well know, we like the off-field stuff with you. We, we, like, we like the coffee. I like, you know. So I think we talked some whiskey, whiskey with you last whiskey, time. Whiskey, coffee, oh, yeah. cooking. We've already, we've already, yeah. we've we've already talked a little bit of golf. So, uh, Peter Tallow, which I think for Tyone we kind of have to use that. He was asking what your ideal off day looks like. I think we hit on some of the big ones, but um, I don't know. I mean, are we spinning this to the city now? Like, what are we hitting up the coffee shop, slice of pie? Like, what what do you have some Let's, New York City experience? 
I do have a little bit of New York City experience. Uh, I mean, just from playing there, I got both my elbow surgeries there too. So okay. I've gone up there for checkups and all that. I've, I've had some good times in New York. Um, let's see, perfect off day. I'm a morning guy, so I'd probably wake up early, um, go get a healthy but big breakfast, have a coffee there, maybe two, mm. um, or post-breakfast walk for a good craft coffee. Um, maybe a round of golf. Um, let's see. I mean, I'm kind of a nerd. Like when I'm in a specific city, I try to experience that city. So like, you know, in New York, I'm going to do the touristy stuff. I want to go to central park. Um, I'm sure that'll change once I spend more time there. Pittsburgh, I rode my bike a lot, a lot of good bike trails. Mm. I'd hop on the bike trails and just go for a while. Um, maybe some video games in the afternoon or around the golf, good dinner, um, at night followed by a good nightcap with bourbon. That's simple, simple guy, nothing too crazy. Um, I find myself playing catch on a lot of off days too. You know, it just seems like I'm always lined up to pitch the day after an off day and I hate not throwing the day before I start. So I'm always like at the stadium on an off day, just playing quick catch. So, in work. so let's think about that. So for golf, I mean, every Yankee fan jumps to Hicks. He just... He, well, he he's don't, an Arizona guy. Don't he, go golfing with Hicks. <laughs> yeah, he plays. I don't think he would enjoy pro. golfing with me. <laughs> no, was, yeah. I actually was watching him on the PGA Channel and whatever he was doing in Orlando last week, and he looked pretty dang good. Yeah, he's like okay, so maybe we'll we'll wipe that out. Um, who? So who, where are we going from there? Who are the good meal guys? You're probably just going to do that with the Coles. I mean, they. Yeah, I think they any got that food recommendation, wine recommendation from the Coles, like you just run with it. When we go out to eat with them, it's like Garrett, just order for all of us. I'll be excited with whatever comes. That's perfect. That's yeah, what I do tomorrow. If I'm with my mom, my sister, or my wife, like you order for me, and they hate it. They're like, pick your own food. I'm like, no, you just pick yeah. it. I'll yeah, it. I do that now in the office. I'll get whatever you're getting. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what about uh, day of? Someone um, someone wanted to know what is your you know you're taking the mound that night. Do you have any superstitions, any rituals? Like Aaron Judge uh, puts in one piece of bubble gum. If he gets a hit, he keeps that same piece of bubble gum in. If he gets out, he switches bubble gum. So on a good night in the ninth inning, he's got an awful, stale, terrible piece of bubble gum between his teeth. Do you have any fun superstitions day, day, day game that you're pitching? Um, game day. You know, I actually feel like the older I've gotten and the more experience I've got, the less superstitious I've gotten. Like this is going to sound weird, but I just feel like the older I've gotten, it just matters when you're out there. Like it doesn't matter what I've eaten that day. The hitter you're facing doesn't know what you've done and what your superstition is. So, uh, I've kind of like detached myself from superstitions. I used to like always eat the same thing. Um, I used to do the same thing. I used to love going and like getting my car washed on start days. I don't know why. Uh, but now I mean, feeling, I yeah, mean, you mean you come out of a car wash yeah. and you're like, all yeah. right, clean. We're yeah, all clean. It takes your off of it a little bit. Maybe I'll go to the grocery store or something like just stay busy just so I'm not like thinking about it all day. So when seven o'clock rolls around, you're like exhausted from thinking, but, um, I don't know. I, I just feel like whether I have a chicken sandwich or a tuna salad sandwich, like it doesn't matter. The hitter doesn't know what I had. The hitter doesn't know what I've been up to. I just care about what I'm doing when I'm out there. But as far as like at the field stuff though, I'm pretty consistent with my pregame activation. Uh, like the treatment I get before I start the time I go out and start warming up. Um, that's all pretty consistent, but I don't know if that's superstition or just like routine. 
What about music? Well, you got like like uh, game day music or tunes if you're in charge of the the radio or the iPod. Yeah, those are both same dated. thing there. Like honestly, I feel like when I was younger, I listened to super pump up music, and then I'd go out there for the game, and I would be so pumped up at like five thirty for a seven o'clock game that I'd be like tired because <laughs> I'd already have so much like anxiety, and my heart would be racing so much. So now I'm actually more on like the chill train. Um, I just want something that kind of mellows me, but also like I usually bring enough energy to what I'm doing. So I just need to like calm it down. I like that. Especially there's so much time before games. Like when the yeah. guys run out, they take BP, then they shower in between. So it's yeah. like, what, when are you doing the pump up music? You gotta, you gotta, yeah. really, you gotta hit that right. You know? Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Every pitcher has got something else. like Joe Musgrove, big reggae guy. You walk into the clubhouse, you know, it's his start day. Trevor Williams with Pittsburgh, like, heavy heavy metal guy he'll be there at two o'clock <laughs> doing a crossword just listening to screamo music and then with me it's like you wouldn't really know it's my start day based off what music's playing i just don't really care yeah we we talked to trevor and i a little heads up from you yeah we could tell he had a little bit of a sick puppy side to him and that that yeah. cr- that crossword screamo example is perfect Dude, yeah our lockers were next to each other in pittsburgh and he looked so mellow sitting there just like <laughs> writing notes or like reading a Bible verse and I could hear his music and it's just straight up like hardcore metal just freaks me out. <laughs> like like, it, like <laughs> headphones in, you could hear it bleeding through the headphone yeah. and he's yeah, doing a crossword. I it. love that. Jesus. <laughs> that's my kind of part. Every, every picture is different though. That's, you know? that's awesome. You were, they uh, apparently the Yankees were in on you and Musgrove. They were trying to get both of you. Uh, but Musgrove obviously went to the Padres. That would have been pretty cool to come over on the together. Let's do it. It's, you uh, with yeah. Cole with Cole in the as well. I should have shouted out the Patreon. That's the habit. It was Matthew Bialy. Last question I have. I wish it was a funny one, but I'm actually interested. Okay. When you had your chats with the the Yankees and the coaches, um, or just personally, how do you think games started and innings pitched are going to go? Not just for you, but for pitchers around the league coming off of the 60 game season and the weirdness of last year. Yeah, that's a that's an awesome question. I mean, we're yet to have those specific conversations. Like we've started the conversations, we've all brought it up, and now the next thing will be like pretty much once we get to Tampa, we're all going to sit down and go over it all. Um, but you know, that's where I feel like if I had to miss a year, last year was a decent year because there's going to be very few guys around the league that teams just let roll out and go 200 innings. Like um you know i'm thinking garrett's probably gonna be one of the few guys around the league where they just let him go and do his thing um so i feel like i'll be right in line with pittsburgh we had talked like 20 to 25 starts 100 to 140 innings but like i don't really like putting a number on it just because you know if i'm feeling amazing at 140 innings and you know i feel super strong and all my range of motion measurements are all the same and where they need to be and like there's nothing throwing up a red flag about injury. I don't see why I can't go out and keep pitching. Like I feel completely healthy. I'm taking care of my body. So I don't know. I'll see what they have to say. Um, obviously the Yankees have a pretty incredible performance team in there. Uh, see what Cressy and all those guys say, but I'm more concerned with like not putting a cap and just making sure my measurements all stay healthy and no red flags are coming up based off of like how I'm recovering. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be one of the stories of baseball this year, seeing how the different teams navigate that. Yeah. A lot of six-man rotations or rotating fifth starter type things. Uh, it'll be interesting. If I had any yeah, advice, be, oh, go ahead. Wow. I was just going to say it'll be extra interesting with a team like you know, the Yankees, the, the team we've got. We're building towards a 
October. Um, so, you know, the way I would have been handled in Pittsburgh is going to be different than the way I'll be handled here. And that's exciting. So, um, you know, it seems to me like we're just going to have this conversation when we get there, but, um, you know, with Pittsburgh, I could have just burned out all my innings right at the beginning. Um, so this is exciting that it's going to be a little different. Yeah, it's very ramp up, which, you know, as us just crazy dumb fans, it's those first couple months are like, come on. And it's like, okay, but I get it. But I get it. You know, yeah. October matters. I was going to offer advice, which is just really yeah, nice of me. Shocked yeah, I'm just saying, if I could offer any advice, it would be if you're going to let the batter hit the ball, have them hit it to third base because Gio Urshela is oh a my god. God. So. Yeah, he's nasty. Uh, I actually played against him in the minor leagues a little bit. I think he was with the Indians coming up. Yeah. Uh, so I played him in like Akron and a few, and maybe Columbus. So I got to watch firsthand. That infield had like Ursula and uh, Jose Ramirez. They're nasty. But yeah, I mean, I feel like I see him on baseball tonight. Like I feel like I see a web gem of him freaking every single time I turn the TV on. It's yeah, I, I had a question that was kind of fan play because I well, a I was going to tie it into the world of baseball because I know all the players are connected through one thing or the other. I was I was going to say, you know, who everyone's going to ask you Garrett Cole questions, but are are you linked to any of the other guys? I know Tyler Wade's like an Arizona guy, or I was going to spin that into more of a fanfare question, like. I don't know. Who are you excited? Like, are you excited to see what this Luke Voigt guy's all about? Because last yeah. year it was gross. <laughs> so I don't yeah. know. I tee it up a little bit. Yeah, I actually don't have all that many connections. Uh, looking forward to building them. But yeah, uh, looking looking forward to seeing Voigt put balls in the seats. Uh, he was with St. Louis for a short period of yeah. time. When they traded him, I was like, dude, thank God. <laughs> uh, I think I faced him once and he hit a ball like 120 miles an hour to third base off of me. Um, and I, I also face judge a little bit in the minor leagues. Uh, we have a few at bats against each other and a few in the big leagues, but he's like the, him and actually Stanton are the two guys in the big leagues where when I lift my leg to deliver the ball home, I can't even look at the target because they're so damn big and intimidating. Like I'll literally lift my leg and instead of looking at home, I'm looking at them. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like I'm looking forward to seeing them hit balls all over the park too. Well, not bad. I mean, Stanton 0 for 2. So he hasn't got a okay. hit off yet. Judge one for three. He's the only current Yankee that has a, a double off you or an extra. I remember off. that double too. I threw like a pretty decent curveball and he just flicked his wrist and it bounced off the center field wall. He's like, damn. He's <laughs> a monster. Another piece of advice. Go watch Judge batting practice. If you, I mean, in spring training, it's seen a lot of guys take batting practice. It's like a completely different animal. It's nuts. Yeah. I haven't seen him hit BP. Um, but whenever we got, uh, whenever we played the Yankees in Pittsburgh, I got some on-field batting practice passes for some friends, and that was the first thing they said. They were like, "Dude, his BP is incredible," um, and he hit one of the most impressive homers I've ever seen in the big leagues. I think it was 2017 off of Antonio Bastardo. Um, whoever's listening to this should go Google that at PNC Park. We we're like in the Pittsburgh clubhouse. We we're still talking about that homer. <laughs> All right, we got to go watch. Yeah, it now. we've we've got the guys for that. Yeah, no, it's nuts. I mean, I I. People hear it if they haven't seen it, they're like, "Shut up, guys! It can't be that crazy." And then I watched it in the Coliseum one day, and I was just like, "Holy yeah. shit!" Like with ease, he put one into the um, the suites in the Coliseum, like uh, in center field. It's incredible, yeah. nuts. Yeah, there's certain dudes like there's sayings you know around baseball like there's certain guys where the ball just sounds different coming off the bat, and I know the Yankees have more than just Judge. There's a few guys where it's just a little bit different. I, 
Tying it, you mentioned Judge and Stan, and obviously mountains of men. Are you are you watching tape of yourself after the game, and you're like, I'm looking at them, or do you just mentally, you're like, I didn't even look at the spot. I'm looking at the yeah, dudes. That, that's a mental thing. That's a mental <laughs> thing where like you wouldn't be able to notice it, but I'm when I'm lifting my leg and I'm like distracted by them. It's also like almost as a pitcher, it's a decent kind of fear because you're like, I better not miss over the middle right here. Like, if I'm missing, I'm not missing over the middle or else they're going to bash my head in. (laughs) scary. It's true. Hey, man, thank you for coming on with us. We really appreciate it. And we're excited to see see you out there putting on the pinstripes. You excited to put the pinstripes on for the first time? Slimming. You know, you can pander to Yankee fans and just be like, yeah, I dreamed of it my whole (laughs) life. Um, yeah, I'm fired up. Uh, <laughs> ever since the ever since the trade rumors came around, I've had some teammates and stuff text me and be like, "You're gonna look good in pinstripes." So I hope they're not just fluffing my tires. I hope that's true. You look uh, great. You look great. I never wear Thanks, horizontal. Guys. I never wear horizontal stripes. So, and are are we try? Are we gonna push? Because I think you like good whiskey. But do you do you want us to push for the JMO sponsor? Like, I mean, New York City, Jameson. <laughs> like, come on. Well, let's choose I'll one game. We'll choose one game, uh, JMO, and. We'll be sitting here watching it, live streaming ourselves, and we'll take a shot of Jameson for every strikeout oh, you record. God. And we'll let Promise. you know we'll let you know what's happening. And then As we'll we, we'll see how that ends. Uh yeah, whatever game that is, I'm gonna throw a ton of curveballs. <laughs> let me know. Don't get hurt just, or anything, yeah. and then it's on us. Yeah. Well, I was trying to get these guys drunk. Just eighty percent curveballs. <laughs> the J Mo the J Mo game. That's what we'll the call J-Mo it. Game. I like that. All right. I like that. Awesome. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. Cool. Nice talking. See you guys. Take it easy, brother. Baseball. There you have it. Jameson Tayong. I mean, him saying that I got the pronunciation right out of the bat was maybe the biggest win I've had of 2021. In the Talking Baseball episode, that's exactly how it started as well. Yeah. You got it correct, and then he said, "Well, good job." So the, the highlights so of my you, 2020 here, and my here, 2021. If you meet him, if you meet him in spring training or yeah, anywhere, you I see him out. Of, not you, anyone. Yeah. If you just pronounce his name correctly, it seems like he enjoys he, it. He likes Tyone. that. Yeah. It sounds like he went by Talon until he yeah, went like to Canada. Yeah, like he gave up on the last like his, name. His for dad, a bit. huge quitter on yeah. his last name. Not fuck it, just call me Talon. Yeah. But he is in Texas. Yeah. You always oh. make fun of how the people in Texas are just going to Americanize your name no matter what. Jameson Talon, huh? Yeah. No, that's tough. Especially you're doing sales down there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys very much for Give tuning in. Give him some love. Thank him for coming on. Um, 11 strikeouts, 11 shots of whiskey coming up. Yeah. Big time. Go Yanks. Tell him, Grams. Go Yankees.